Super Talk Mississippi media production. He's the former president and publisher of the Sun-Herald, and now he's on the radio. Welcome to Coast View with Ricky Matthews on Super Talk Mississippi Gulf Coast 103.1. Welcome back to Coast View. I hope you're having a great Friday. This is uh, kind of our modified. I would, I'm not going to say Saints Friday anymore. I'm just going to say Sports Friday because you and I are going to talk about a bunch of different things. Jeff Duncan from The Athletic. As I said so many times before, you've covered the Saints longer than anyone else on earth, but you bring a lot more horsepower to the table on other conversations. So we're going to talk, you know, Pelican, maybe LSU, um, you know, the Saints, of course. But but before we start, um, for people who may be just learning about Jeff Duncan and this thing I keep saying, the athletic, let's talk a little bit about the athletic. I, I did a little bit more reading this morning because I like to keep up with what these guys are doing. So let me give it to you in a nutshell. You can fill in the blanks, Jeff. Two young guys decided they're going to start this company called the athletic. What they did initially is they went into all these really critical metro markets and they basically stole the best talent. And in most cases, that best talent was at the local newspapers. In some cases, it wasn't, but in most cases, it was. And uh, they got quite a reputation for doing that. Their business model, as opposed to the old business model of newspapers, the old newspaper business model, the internet business model for most publications is um, advertising based. So they're going to make most of their money off advertising. Now, a lot of newspapers and others have gone to a subscription based model, but in order to make it work, they still have to have enormous amount of advertising. What these guys did is said, nope, our business model is going to be 100% subscription. Now I should point out that they continue to diversify and they're now having advertising based podcasts. But in terms of their overall business model, the athletic business model is based off of subscriptions. They have now reached a million subscribers. And that's really a very significant feat in a very short period of time. And that so much so that they've often talked about this publicly, that the, the money that they get from, uh, from their subscriptions are now covering all of their uh, uh, news coverage assets. Now, I mean, there's a lot more parts of the company they're not profitable yet, but given this early stage of their sort of induction as a company, it's incredible the success that they're having. And I think when you think about ESPN and their efforts to ultimately go worldwide, which is really where they're headed now, uh, they'll be to 2 million subscribers. And once they get there, man, there won't be any looking back. But it's an extraordinary success story so far for this, this young company. Isn't it, buddy? I mean, they started in 2016, the year I retired, which is really amazing that in this short period of time, they've become so significant in so many major cities. Yeah, I, I tell you, Ricky, you summed it up really well. I mean, the best way I could describe it to readers is just think of uh, what Spotify did to the online music market or Netflix did to online videos. Uh, that's basically what uh, The Athletic is trying to do with the sports writing market. They believe that people will pay for quality sports content, that sports fans are so passionate, they will pay a subscription fee. Now, they're cognizant though, that there's only so much that people will pay. It, it's really a luxury product and they understand that, but they're convinced that as long as the quality of the content is there, 
people will pay $5.99, $6.99 a month for it. Uh, and that is what the business model is. Think of Netflix, think of Spotify, any of these subscription-based uh, services that you pay for, these apps you have. I think about it all the time. I, mean, I have Spotify and Netflix. I don't use them all the time, but the price point is low enough to where I say, you know, I'll keep doing it, I'll keep paying that. Um, and I think that's that's the goal. And they've done a good job of kind of giving away some really discounted subscriptions because they're confident that once you get the product, you're going to feel like it's worth renewing your subscription. And, and the re retention rate of our subscribers is up around 90, a little more than 90%, I think. So it, it validates their philosophy. Just get people in the door. A lot of people don't want to cross that threshold of paying for content because for so long, it was all free on the internet. They understand, get them in the door, and then the quality of the content will sell itself. What's really interesting about their business model is that, so here, here's this young company, they're doing their thing. They go into 2020, they have big goals for 2020, continuing to expand into major markets, they're wanting to get into the international market. And then the pandemic hits. <clears throat> and what's been written about what they, excuse me, one second. What's been written about their situation has been that, man, they, they thought they were going to have to fall tent. They were scared to death. But during the pandemic, it was clear not only were people staying loyal to the product, but they were continuing to grow during that time which that in itself is pretty dramatic. But let's, let's give people an idea of, of who haven't heard this part of the conversation. You were at the time speaking in, in NOLA.com for how long? Oh, gosh, it was probably 18 years, 19 years. And, and you were you know, sports writer of the year, I guess, multiple times. You're, you're on the Hall of Fame, NFL Hall of Fame selection committee. And on and on and on. I mean, you're an example of the kind of people they grabbed in each of these other other markets. And when you bring all of those together, man, the the writing quality, the years of knowledge about these franchises is literally unprecedented, isn't it? Yeah, I mean, look, we've got six people covering New Orleans and and the Gulf Coast area, the Louisiana area. Uh, it's basically the old time Spikeen sports staff that came aboard. Uh, we have way more experience than any other news entity in the market. And uh, we cover all the, you know, the big, we play the hits, as they say, Ricky, you know. And <laughs> I'll tell you something, Alex Mather, one of the co-founders said to us during the pandemic that really inspired me. Alex ran cross-country uh, track in, in, in college. And he said his coach used to tell them that when you get to the hill, during a competition, when you're in that race and you're going up a hill and everybody's tired, you can feel the lactic acid building up in your legs and you, you kind of wanted to quit. He said, that's the time to attack. And that is basically what they did during this pandemic. They attacked when everyone else was just trying to tread water and keep their heads above water. Uh, we went on the offensive and uh, I think it's going to pay off. It's an incredible success story. So I hope that listeners enjoyed listening to that. So when you talk, when we talk about the, the athletic, you have a better understanding of what it's all about. So I always enjoy our conversations with Kyle off the air, because as, as, as most of the listeners know, Kyle plays the music at the Superdome here in Saints games. He loves Saints. He loves to follow the Saints and everything about them. 
And, uh, you know, he, he, man, he keeps wondering, is something big going to happen? And you and I talked about this with the salary cap issues, not only from the NFL coming down, but with sort of the inherent salary cap issues the Saints are going to have already anyway, it was really going to limit what they could do. And that this may be a rebuilding year and we might have to be satisfied at quarterback when we really don't want to be. All of these things are converging. But, man, could the Saints still pull a rabbit out of the hat? Well, I, I think the biggest impediment to a trade for, say, one of these elite quarterbacks that's on the market isn't necessarily the salary cap. I think the Saints could make that work if they had to. Uh, you know, Sean Payton understands the value of the position. He, he, he compares it to uh, the, the pilot on a plane. Everyone in the organization gets on the plane and we're all just riding to wherever that pilot takes us and either lands it safely or flies into the side of a mountain. That's his analogy. So he understands it's a quarterback-driven league and you have to have a really good quarterback to win successfully and consistently. So that alone tells you they are not going to not explore every possibility. Uh, they, they really understand that quarterback, they, you have to have a good one. And this is the first time in a decade and a half where they've been basically without one because we all expect Drew Brees to step down here in the next few months or weeks. But what I think the biggest challenge is and what a lot of people don't consider when they consider a trade, it's almost like your fantasy football league or your fantasy baseball league. We all have that guy in your league that offers you a trade and says, hey, Ricky, I want to give you the five worst players on my roster for uh, Patrick Mahomes, right? You get those trade <laughs> offers. You have to consider the team that has the asset, the Houston Texans and Deshaun Watson, the Seahawks and Russell Wilson. They want something back in return. This is their Drew Brees they're talking about trading. So. What can the Saints give them that would entice them? And it has to probably involve an answer at quarterback. And I don't think the Saints have an asset they can trade that would entice those, those teams to give them their franchise player, the best player on the roster. Uh, a, a team like the Jets or the Dolphins up in the top five of the draft, they have a top five pick that, that they could turn to the Seahawks or, or, or um, Texans, and those teams could sell it to their players, their coaches, and their fans. They can't, they're not going to sell trading Russell Wilson away for Taysom Hill and a bunch of, of, of other picks. You know what I mean? So that's the hardest thing, I think, for people to relate to is the other side of the trade. And I'm not sure the Saints have enough assets to pull it off because of where they're drafting and their limitations uh, with the rest of their draft picks. We're talking to Jeff Duncan from The Athletic, who literally wrote the book on the Drew Brees, Sean Payton error. And uh, we're going to we're gonna come back after this and say, okay, they know. I mean, Sean Payton knows. As you just pointed out, the pilot is important. We saw that in Tampa Bay. <laughs> so now, what happens next? Um, we're going we're gonna to talk about that when we come back. And I also want to talk about Zion. My goodness, this kid is unbelievable. We'll, we'll continue that conversation as well. See you after the break. Broadcasting safe and sound from the coastal Mississippi studios, this is Coast View, View with Ricky Matthews on Super Talk 103.1. Talking to the people that help make the coast such a unique place to live. 
This is Coast View with Ricky Matthews on Super Talk Mississippi Gulf Coast 103.1. Welcome back to Coast View. We have Jeff Duncan with us from The Athletic, and we were talking about quarterback. <laughs> I mean, who, who doesn't wonder about who the quarterback might be? Now, up to this point, it's going to be one of the two that are already on the roster. Okay, so we all know that. But the reality is... These guys, I mean, this team of Sean Payton and Mickey Loomis and their team, if there's something they can do, they keep their cards close, as you well know. That's kind of their approach. But, I mean, what cards could they possibly be holding? Well, you know, I think one thing we all agree on, we all know, is they're going to be aggressive. You mentioned that before. There's been many times they've surprised us with moves. So I would never put anything past them. Uh, I think that there's so much uncertainty right now, though, Ricky. Uh, there's so many things we don't know. We don't know, first of all, if Seattle or Houston even want to trade their quarterbacks. I mean, they hold the cards there. The players are under contract. So it, what's their motivation to trade these guys other than they're, they're you know unhappy at the time? If I'm those organizations, I'm getting on a plane, sitting down, and rectifying it and moving on. But there's a lot of idle speculation that – that might not happen. So my point is, I don't know if the teams are even motivated. And then I don't know if the Saints themselves value those quarterbacks. We don't know. I mean, we know the, the their reputation around the league, and certainly Deshaun Watson's a player that almost everybody's universally in agreement on as a, a, a young, great quarterback. But we don't know if the Saints feel that way. We, we don't know. So yeah. there's so much uncertainty to speculate. I'm just always hesitant to do it because – everybody internally kind of keeps their cards close to the vest this time of year uh, because they don't want to you know, tip their hand and, and lose their leverage. We don't want to spend too much more time on it. I get the Deshaun Watson situation. It's clear, even after his most recent conversation with the general manager, the guy wants out. I mean, he just wants out. And he's probably going to sit out the season if he has to. That's pretty clear at this stage. I am surprised about Russell Wilson, though. That's, that kind of crept up on us. And um, I mean, I mean, you're closer to this than I am, but is that resolvable? Well, look, I, I think it could be nothing more than Russell Wilson and his representatives trying to fire a broadside at the organization and get them to rectify the offensive line issues they've had. That could be all it is. We don't know. I mean, mm-hmm. it was our site that reported it. The Athletic did a great job with a lot of really uh, in-depth reporting on that situation. I think it was pretty eye-opening, uh, but. Pete Carroll's a veteran coach and a very much a player's coach. And I would be shocked if they moved on from a guy that they've already paid so much money to. I mean, that's the other thing. These organizations, Deshaun Watson, they've they paid him $27 million if you're the Texans. Don't you want to return on that? $27 million? Wow. So, Unbelievable. So, yeah, I mean, I think it's hard to not put yourself in their shoes and say, well, if we're going to move on from Deshaun Watson, we want a king's ransom. And I don't know if the Saints have a king's ransom to give them at the quarterback position. I think someone like the Miami Dolphins or the Jets might be more um, suitable because they could give them a top five pick. You could draft Zach Wilson or somebody like that and sell that to your fans. But what could happen, this is the one thing I will give you a little caveat, so I'm not completely Debbie Downer. (laughs) <laughs> what if you, what if you got a three team trade? Now maybe that's that doesn't happen very often in the NFL, but that could be the solution to where the Saints bring in the Dolphins or the Jets that have the high draft picks 
And then maybe you work a three-team deal uh, that might play it out. But I can't see it happening straight just because of the things we've talked about. Well, as you've pointed out in the last couple of shows, the amount of talent evaluation and overall analysis of the team has probably been not more important than at this moment. And, you know, they, they probably do have a trick or two up their sleeve. It may not necessarily be quarterback, but, um, you know, don't count these guys out. I don't think they probably like the whole notion of a rebuilding year, so to speak. I think they want to they want to go they want to go to the Super Bowl, and that, that's where their heads are. So let's move on. Um, you you wrote a, a really great tweet recently about how Zion Williams did recently, and I I not so I hadn't followed the NBA very closely. I'm I'm following them more now because I'm following what's happening with the with the Pelicans more. But this Rudy Gobert, uh, the the stifled tower, and how he played again against him. Talk about why that's important and why that might have been one of the best games seen recently or maybe well, ever. I just think Ricky this kid is is amazing. I mean, he's 20 years old. He turns 21 in July. And we all knew he had great expectations. He was number 1 pick in the draft for Christ's sake. So he had a lot of hype around him, but I don't think anybody thought he would arrive and emerge this quickly. I mean, he hasn't even played a full NBA season yet. He's played 57 games in his career, and he's already putting up numbers that are historical with comparisons in some ways to Wilt Chamberlain and Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, some of the all-time greats of the game. So what we're seeing happen here on a nightly basis this past month alone, since Stan Van Gundy has kind of put the ball in his hands, and I think everybody thought, oh, this is a big, hulking power forward, and he could dunk. We all knew he could dunk, but he can handle the ball, and I think that is what has opened everybody's eyes and opened up the Pelicans offense because he can handle it so well for a guy that big and that powerful that once he gets going downhill in the lane, it's almost impossible to stop him. And that's why he's able to get to the basket so easy. And then to be able to finish through contact against these big men, like, like Rudy Gobert, seven foot tall shot blocker, two time defensive player of the year. And he's taking it at six, six right at him and barreling into him, absorbing the contact, getting the ball off. Uh, we haven't seen anything like this player, uh, and he's only going to get better. He's 20 years old. He's played, like I said, less than a season. I think what we're seeing is the emergence of one of the all-time great players in NBA history right here. <clears throat> and what you're seeing, too, and we've got a minute left, but what we're seeing, too, is a is the ball distribution in terms in terms of point distribution is really starting to equal out. So you, it's not like you're just heavily weighting Zion. It's actually bringing out some of the best of the other players, isn't it? Yeah, Brad Stevens, Celtics coach, talked about it. He said, no one on our team can stop Zion one-on-one, so you have to build a wall of defenders. And when you do that, that leaves somebody else open. That's how they beat the Celtics. Zion drove and kicked it out to Brandon Ingram. He had a three, put the game away. It's going to be really fun to watch, and there is a buzz about this team right now. Even though they're 15 and 19, you can see it happening yeah. on the court. They just beat the best team in the league the other night. Uh, Jeff, my friend, I always enjoy spending time with you. I hope our listeners do as much as I do because you, you, you really know what's going on, and it's, it's a lot of fun to visit and check in with you and see what the latest is. So I look forward to next week. Me too, Ricky. Thanks for having me on. Everybody have a great weekend. It looks like it's going to be a really good weekend here on the Gulf Coast. So I'm excited. It is. I'm going up to the Mississippi Delta to, to, to Steve Azar's, uh, you know, uh, music writers, uh, uh, whatever you call it. What is it called, Kyle? <laughs> is it the Magnolia Music Festival? Uh, nice. Yeah. It's, uh, 
Yeah, looking forward to it up in Leland, Mississippi. So that'll be a lot of fun. So anyway, have a great day and have a great weekend. We'll see you all on Monday. Super Talk 103.1 is brought to you by J. Allen Toyota on I-10 Exit 38 Gulfport. See all the incredible inventory at allentoyota.com. And remember, when you think Toyota, think J. Allen Toyota. A Super Talk Mississippi media production.